0: Hi, everybody. This is good old JR Jim Ross. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Ringside Podcast.
1: You got it? It's free. Get it. Love it. You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside, the show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Woo! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Really? With Daniel Spencer the jabroni beaten now by (laughs) eating jeremy wallman
0: that i'm the best there is the best there was and the best ever will be
1: and eric cornish and i think that the spotlight should go on top of me and now let's ring the bell and start the show
2: Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Woman. And I'm Eric Cornish. Ooh, we got we got uh, we got Jeremy back again. Two in a row, baby. Let's get it. There we go. Now this we pr- we talked about this last week. By the way, thank you for everyone who listened um, to last week's episode and you know special thanks again to the luscious one, uh, Juicy Baby, uh, Luscious
0: Lawrence for I'm coming on the show. Not calling
1: another man juicy or luscious ever again. It felt dirty. I mean, it was dirty. And no, it was and but somehow just right. Right.
2: <laughs> so nasty. It was a great episode and and now uh, again, we appreciate you coming on. I'm sure we'll have him on again. We didn't you know what that's one thing we didn't like you normally we say that, okay like, we can't have you on again. And we didn't, and I, when I listened back to it, I was like, well, we didn't say but he's obviously welcome anytime.
0: I just thought that you didn't want him to come back. i, I quite enjoyed having him Look, on the show.
1: We always want Luscious to come back. He understands. Oh, he he Christ. understands. He's you know, he's one of those I'm sure that, you know, is like I'll call you baby. And then yeah. you know, you never hear from him again <laughs> yeah, until until he's ready for another round. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all like it.
2: that sounds like the
1: We'll the, do the same the thing, luscious life. baby. Yeah, yeah.
2: So this is our annual end of the year review, the rings the 2020 ringside review. This is an odd year, but yet we can still do a review because a lot of the companies are able to run. And, um, you know, so we're excited. All the categories we got, and we do every we do it every year. We we joked about maybe bringing another category of OVW match of the year, but we did not do it this year because, eh, no, we'll leave it the way it is. That's fair. We did get rid of a, of a, of a category last year, and this year just makes sense to not have it because JK wasn't even around. Was JK even a part of 2020 uh, as no, a show, I, episode?
1: I don't remember. No, I think he did do a couple shows at the beginning of the year. He did because I think I listened to him before I joined the uh – Join the squad. Sorry about here. that. Yeah. So, anyway, so, um, but, but we wanted. What was we, that category?
2: Gim- Gim- oh, Gim- 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 JK gimmick Gim- of the year, of the year no. or whatever. <laughs> where JK used to start a show in the past in the first couple of seasons where he would like, instead, when we said our names, he would, he would like be in a character. Oh, I
1: you. It was, it was it was fun it was fun the was invisible man, of, man the invisible did, man the one That's that was good really
2: one. good was when he did the 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 Scott Stowner one remember that when he did the promo <laughs> the the, the yes. math uh, Scott Stowner math so yeah it was really good um so and when I and like every year what i've got here is i've got the my predictions or my picks you know of course then i also i went back and listened to the end of the episode last or our last year's episode kind of wrote down what we said and kind of see if we it came if this happened or not I'm not going to mention JK's at all. That's fine. uh, Because he's not here. There's no reason. And, And unfortunately, we don't have an Eric prediction
1: of um, what he stated. So we can't. I said at the end of last year that uh, Pat McAfee would jump off the top of the uh, the war uh, games. Cage, yeah. So but, sure. but
2: based on him, that? That. based on him and stating <laughs> that and predicting that, <laughs> I'm curious to see how much stuff Eric gets right in 2021.
0: I mean, let's be honest, though. Between me and you and JK, we got a lot of stuff right in the previous year. Is this our fourth one or third one? This will be our fourth, fourth oh, one. Is season yes, four. yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So, so we've gotten a lot of things, especially our uh, our hot take portion, where we predicted something that we thought would happen that year. A lot of that stuff came true. So I I'm, I am I'm interested in seeing what you all put. Uh, so let's go.
2: Well, yeah, and uh, hopefully, um, I know I predicted a, or our promoted a guest at the beginning of 2020 that we we he agreed to come on the show. We and I listened. I was like, we never got him to come on, and we even pro- I mean it was a big promotion. Uh, we had prone at two people and never never worked out. So I do have two guests lined up. I'm not even going to tease them because I'm afraid they won't work out. So, so
0: Just text text me and let me know who you're talking about because I, I think I remember one, but the other one I'm not sure. One you know, but the other one you won't know.
2: Okay. The only one that Eric
1: might – Eric the, I think knows who The other is. one he's keeping us in the dark on, but he says it's somebody he never thought would be – on this podcast, exactly. Never thought I would ever have a conversation with. I have host. an idea. You, I have an idea. Yeah, I, Eric, Eric it, probably knows. I'll, I'll just wait. Not I'll, a, I'll just wait till it happens. Yeah,
0: he's not of royal descent, is he? Because I'll quit the show. Uh, just okay. Yeah, I, and and yeah. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So uh, real quick before we get started, I think something that we need to add, yeah. maybe, and you know, we can do it next year or this year. Somebody we'd like to have on the show. Somebody. A, a, you know, a wrestler we'd like to have on the ringside podcast.
2: Oh, you mean like predict a wrestler to come on the show? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Right. Well, hopefully they don't come on the show. I think we are getting close <laughs> to having that earlier. Last uh, week? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, let, let's go on. So, so
2: um, here's the, re- I'll just kind of run through the categories real quick. We're going to obviously do wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year. That your answer could be the same for both. And we, you we know, uh, we're going to do uh, match of the year, best tag team, best pay per view, most underrated, most overrated, um, less of in 2021, more of in 2021. The best angle storyline, worst storyline angle. Then we're going to go with the local flavor, best OVW wrestler, best female OVW wrestler of 2020, the breakout star of 2020. Both predictions for 2021, and then, then. No, the, the, of course we're not going in these orders, by the way. But who, what we would like to see, who we would like to see, and we last year we only said WWE. The last few years, this year we changed it up. Who we would like to see in WWE, AEW, Impact, and OVW. So, uh, those, and again, some of those answers could be the same as well. We're gonna go in no particular order, although we will save female and wrestler of the year for the very last thing okay. we'll do that's what we've done the last few years so um so and we we'll, and we do a roundtable so like i'll let's say i'll start one of them and we go to eric and jeremy and then the next time eric will start jeremy meet blah 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 and like that so that's kind of the round table we're going to go with um hopefully you followed along and got all that are you guys ready to
1: do this I'm ready, and I've got some honorable mentions too. So I hope that's oh, we, all right. Oh, no, so, well, we do yeah. honorable mentions. Yeah, honorable mentions, but we're going to okay. do our main one first, and then come sure. back to the honorable mentions. Uh, okay. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: All right. So why don't we? Um, we could flip a coin and what we're going to start with. How about we just go? Last year we started with this. Why not start with it this time? And that is the best tag team of the year, 2020. And all, by the way, all all organizations are are okay. You can choose someone from. Just to let you know how the rules go from WWE, from AEW, from Impact, from OVW, from ROH, um, New Japan. Yeah, Major League Wrestling, MLW, New Japan, uh, you know, or if it's just on all the indie scenes, whatever. Uh, It doesn't matter who you think the best tag team of of the year 2020. And I'm going to go first to start it off. I'm going to pick my best tag team of 2020 is none other than the North with Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. They held the Impact titles for over a year. They did, I mean, f- probably one of the best, in my opinion, the best tag team there is out there today. There's another you know, team out there that likes to quote themselves as the best tag team. And maybe we'll see if uh, they have a chance to go against each other to determine who the best tag team is. But in my opinion, it is the North. They killed it in 2020 and a little bit in 2019 as well. But they rolled over in 2020. And I love mm-hmm. the North.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Eric, you're up. Uh, Good choice, and I would definitely put them in the running. Um, But my Tag Team of the Year, FTR. Uh, FTR making the jump, obviously, from uh, WWE into AEW. um, Did a nice job and kind of did it their way. They had a little hiccup in maybe the first couple of weeks, but kind of got things together and, uh, you know, had their first match with the Young Bucks, which was a great match. I think they have a – they have a lot more in them of those two teams. And I think that they possibly could come in contact with some of these teams over here and impact if this, uh, you know, whatever this is that's going on right now, uh, you know, comes to fruition. And I would love to see him in the ring with the North. I think that would be awesome, but, uh, love I what they're doing a match for sure. Love Tully Blanchard in their corner. FTR.
0: Well, good choices. I had yours at number three and yours at number two. The funny thing about it is I'm pretty sure on our show a couple years ago, I predicted that All Ego Ethan Page was going to be the face of Impact Wrestling, and not Daniel. But other people that were on that show laughed at me and said, "Are you kidding me? That guy? No way!" So, and, and you can back me up on that, correct, Daniel? You remember
2: I, that? I don't know exactly. We can go back and listen though. Yeah,
0: but but anyway, I was. I, I don't even know if it happened on the air. I think it was after the show that, and I won't say who it was because I'm not starting no crap. But they were like, "Were you being serious on the show when you said that about Ethan Page?" So it wasn't on the show. I was like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Oh, we thought you were working this." No, no, I've I've saw that potential in him for a long time. Uh, North was my number two. FTR was my number three. My number one uh, is the New Day. They just they 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 keep entertaining. They keep having very very good matches. Multiple t- championship reigns in twenty twenty. Um, uh, it, for me, it's it's new day all day long.
1: I I, I wanted to put the new day also, but I, I will say this: they were they were more separate in 2020 than they have been their entire career, mm-hmm. and then over the last six years or so. Uh, so that's the only reason I couldn't put them in number. They were probably my number two though. Fair, that's
2: fair. Uh, last year, um, Jeremy picked the undisputed era, and I had SCU, which shocked everybody. But I went off. You know, I didn't think I would pick them, but I, and I gave my reasons why at the time frame. Um, but And, and um, you know, I'm, it, it seems like I think looking back, those teams were the right picks for 2019. And looking at 2020, I think we all kind of picked uh, – we all could have – because either one of us could have picked a new day. I'm
1: surprised yeah. we were all different and right. all in different organizations. That doesn't, that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. No. And,
2: and, but I'm also – either one of us could have picked either one, you know what I'm saying, right, like to be right. number one, because I, I could have easily – I could see the argument for FTR over the north I could see the argument for the New Day over the North or FTR. I can also see the argument for the North. I do see the, the argument over the North over those, and I could, you know, see the argument for New Day over, you
1: know. So anyway, yeah, an undisputed era. I mean, the same same deal. They were separate a lot more this year yeah, than they have been in the past. And right. still, a lot of people never
0: never look at them as just a tag team. It's more of a yeah. faction, uh, because it, in my mind, if you put them up against FTR, that's a five star match. If you put them up against the North five-star match you put them up against new day it's a five-star match so i almost didn't include an unsputed era in, in my rankings because i don't think of them as just a tag and they like you said they focus more on singles run this year anyway yeah so
2: all right so um that is the best our opinion ringside podcast best tag team of the year 2020
0: We'll get the award out to you here in a few weeks. It's probably going to take a long <laughs> to ship to you though, because we call you. are we calling these the ring The, the ringsideys? so. I forgot what we called yeah, them. It the was ring. a bad. It was bad.
2: Yeah, the ring I think is what you named them. Actually, so I don't think bad. that was, was me. It, it was. was JK. I just listened to the show. It was. It, it was, was J K. Uh, but they can go back and listen. And it was all right. Anyways, the golden uh, microphones is what I'd like to call them.
1: <laughs> let's uh,
2: let's kind of move into, um, kind of get off this. Um, wrestler side and let's go a little different into the best overall pay-per-view for the year 2020 um last year jeremy um you picked uh let's see where's that best paper you picked wrestlemania 35 and i picked nxt takeover war games it was chicago or whatever i picked that um and you and both of them are legit good reasons we explained why uh, they were, and you actually were like, I never, I know, I should never pick a WrestleMania, but it was.
0: <laughs> I, I was just about to say, that's that. what you said, and I that's did. right. So this year, uh, we're
2: going to see, and of course, we're going to hear Eric's bur- uh, opinion. Eric, Eric, you're going first on this round, so. Eric, let's start with who do you th- what do you think which show was the best pay per view all any program? So it doesn't we're not just picking yeah. overall of twenty twenty.
1: It was a tough one this year because so many pay per views had such a different feel. Um, and I I had some that were that were up there and I this this was maybe one of the hardest categories for me. I liked SummerSlam a lot, I like Slamiversary a lot, I like TakeOver the Thirty a lot. Uh, I went with double or nothing. Actually. Okay. Double or nothing had uh, you know a lot of stars on a lot of different kind of matches, matches that some people didn't like, but I thought I thought the whole stadium stampede thing was a just you know you have a stadium at your disposal to use yeah you know what I mean use it I, I, I think that's cool that they they did what they did with that um you know you had a good title match with uh, with Moxley and uh, and and uh, Brody Lee on that one mm-hmm. um so you know overall I thought it was a it was a good pay per view and uh, oh. and. And that was my favorite.
0: <sighs> Disappoints me a little bit. Okay. But again, as, as you alluded to, and, and that's your opinion, and, that's, and, and I, I respect that. You mentioned earlier, though, which is funny you mentioned this, because anybody that's listened to this show all year long already knows what I'm going to say the best pay-per-view was. Okay. And it kind of plays off what you said earlier. You never want to pick WrestleMania. And last year, WrestleMania was the best pay-per-view all year. This year, the two nights there were four matches on each night that could easily be top 10 uh, WWE matches of the year even to this point. So I picked Mania again this year. Okay. I thought it was, it, it didn't just have to do with the matches, the layout, the two nights was really cool to me. The cinematic matches were off the chain. The the Firefly Funhouse match was just a mind bender. Uh, the graveyard, uh, the boneyard match, sorry, didn't mean to miss, misspeak that, with your friends, the Good Brothers, and in uh, Big Take, uh, Charlotte versus Rhea, uh, the the tag team championship match, was, which was just uh, Uso, um, it was Uso, Morrison, and who was the third team that was involved with that?
2: New it Day. New Day.
0: Okay, so, well, but uh, no, I'm sorry. Who was the third person involved? Was it Kofi? Kofi. Yeah, Kofi. Co- I mean, that match, and I'm sure I'm – the two championship matches were just squash and they weren't really all that fantastic it was just like 3 minutes boom you're out um but everything else w- was phenomenal uh, and that that would be that would actually be I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's my favorite pay-per-view from the last 5 years Okay. Wow. Wow. I know it's saying a it's lot, but yeah. But I just the yeah. dyna- and I think the COVID dynamic. Had, it was like, what are they going to do in these uncertain times? Right. And, and they but, delivered.
1: And and they did. And, and I will say they did that. But it was also it was also kind of like very like we still don't have our feet under us yet. We don't know how to handle this yet. Right. So in that way, it, maybe it, it does give a few more stars. And this is to before it.
2: they piped in crowd noise too. Yeah. So it was yeah. really. was um, no pr- Noise.
1: It maybe it just felt it felt weird weird to be a WrestleMania to me, but it you know I, you got a, you got a good point.
2: Yeah,
0: I right. lo- I absolutely loved it, and who knows? I, and I still stand to this by this. I was like, man, as great as that was with no fans, can you imagine? It may have went down as the greatest WrestleMania in history if they had had eighty thousand fans there. Feeding that Drew McIntyre moment, that was a moment, uh, and I don't give them a lot of credit. I actually am very harsh on their booking and ideas and stuff. But that build-up, the Royal Rumble match, everything until the point to where they were like, you know what, we're not going to have any fans, was some of the best stuff I've saw in a long time. So Absolutely. I'll stop talking cool. now. I'll go ahead and cool. let you go, Daniel. My bad.
2: I mean, this was hard for me to pick two as well because I, I'm going to have a, this on an honorable mention. But also, there was another, I mean, you know, there was a couple things and we were talking about on the show when we graded things and, and discussed it, how good this was and way things finished. But I'm going to go with the best pay-per-view of 2020. I'm going to say Bound for Glory. Uh, Impact's Bound for Glory. Um, it, I think top to bottom, it was great. There was great matches, great outcome, um, you know, and, and storyline leading up from, and honorable mention would probably be Slamiversary. so it was between those two going back and forth. anniversary was my second. I'm, I'm yeah. not surprised you
1: picked something from Impact, but I really thought no. you'd go with It
2: was, it Well, that's the thing. Slammiversary is always special to me for sure. And yes, I wanted to pick it so bad, but part of me, but there was there was something about Bound for Glory being what it is, and um, I just had to. I think top. To, I think if you watch the pay per view top to bottom, watching them both, you're going to look and you're going to say Bound for Glory was the better of the two, although was... Is special to me You know So it's hard It was It was It was really a toss up
0: Slammiversary Now correct me if I'm wrong and, and it may Because sometimes The pay-per-views And the cards Get mixed up from, Especially with everything Going on this year Was Slam Was Bound for Glory Or was Slammiversary The one where it had All the, the 90 day debuts Somewhere. That was, that was anniversary. Okay, so then that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay,
2: and that's why it's so second. But you know, all the storylines that started from there, leading up and and having a lot of them finish at Slim, at Bound for Glory made that made that big and
1: those matches great. Fair so. enough. All right, let me throw this one out to you. What's yeah. your favorite pay per view you weren't on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's a good uh and are you uh, let me follow up are you obligated to stay the impact thing every time since now you no, are technically no 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 okay
2: i'm just making um, sure so um i'm not obligated uh this a favorite uh, no. pay-per-view um not you know what uh what's the um what was the one that um we talked about on the, the the was it hell was it Helena in the Cell? or was it uh had all the great matches it had I mean we were, we we talked about uh the women's match Rome it, it had to be hell in a cell right
1: It was either hell in a cell or clash of champions
2: it was, I don't know it was one of those okay.
0: it, it was, was so a... good can you remember the
1: card oh no no I no, actually I know in your house
2: NXT in your house oh
1: okay
0: yeah yeah, 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 yeah
2: that, that was a good one too that was a good one. yeah
0: yeah that that's, that would be number 3 for yeah, me yeah all right so um as as you've noticed so far there's been a very Biased leaving out for me of a certain company. And it's not because, honestly, it's not because I can't stand them. It's just because so far, um, they're just not there yet for me. But they are, I think they're doing some cool things and I think they may grow on me. But as of right now, I'm just still not feeling that company. But we will we'll okay. leave them nameless. All I right. think people know. All right.
2: So why don't A-U-W. we, why don't we jump to, <laughs> why don't we jump to, um, to this and why don't we, um, cuz really we could uh, these kind of go together so to speak so why don't we do this why don't we go with and uh, do I, you started off jeremy why don't we go with best storyline angle of the year i think we're finally going to
1: start agreeing
2: on some stuff here i think so we usually always agree or especially on the the part 2 of this which is the worst but go ahead <laughs> best storyline yeah. angle
0: I, if y'all have anything other on the worst than what i have then i'm Curiously uh, anxious, Tarot. That is. I already touched on this a few minutes ago. Drew's road to WrestleMania. Um, it, some of the gr- greatest, like literally, I remember watching the Royal Rumble, and I don't. Uh, it, I'm in a, a wrestling group chat with my buddy Steve and my buddy uh, Chris, an, and Brock had thrown out like 15 people straight, and I was so pissed. I was like, they're gonna let this MF win the Royal Rumble and just dominate everybody. I'm so mad! Oh my god, he just got kicked out of the ring. Like, and then everything from that point forward was just—I mean, that was perfect. So to me, that—that that was that was my best storyline angle.
2: So, and just a, last year, you picked the Kofi storyline angle, Kofi Mania. Okay, so now you got so Drew Mania was your McIntyre Mania. McIntyre Mania was your was your pick. I um I picked. The last year was the twenty four seven title slash. I did a, it was a it was a tie. Becky Ronda little be, build up uh, was mine. And I love the twenty four seven title. I just thought everything they did at the time was the best, ba- and it's still some some of the funniest stuff. And right. if, if they yeah.
1: would find some different ways to do it, yeah, I, I, hate I it. I'd, I'd still love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so this year I picked mine's kind of another tie, another another tie here. I thought I thought it was great character building. I thought it was fun. I thought it was different, outside the box. I love the Wrestle House. What Russell House did um, for building everything and what was going on, and, and it's still kind of going on after after Russell House, leading up to the wedding and leading up to now, um, you know the the who shot Bravo and all that stuff. So
0: what you went ahead you went ahead and went on to worst storyline, or are you saying it that- <laughs>
2: anyways. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then my my tie, because again I I just because of this it, it had to be the Roman High Chief. Angle storyline going on. I
0: know it's recent, that's been, that's but it's been, been pretty so good. It's been so good and done right. And I don't think you either know, so. one of us thought we'd ever say anything positive about. I've about. always said something positive about Roman Reigns. You thought you never said yeah, that's that's Roman true. Now, I thought you uh, co-signed um, a lot on him. No, maybe it no, was no. Ambrose you co-signed.
2: I on him. co-signed maybe on okay. the Ambrose thing. Now I'm, I always said Roman. What I didn't like about Roman is that he needed character that was always Good. my key he, he needs character it. and he's he got character so in ring work what he does has been phenomenal it's um no pun intended but it's uh for the other guy but uh yes I'm gonna go with uh with that so that is my best we'll go we'll go when it goes back to you we'll start worse but uh Eric go ahead what's your best angle storyline of twenty twenty
1: uh yeah definitely Roman reigns tribal chief that is go. mine uh hundred percent i Again, I've never had a problem with Roman as far as as a person, his in ring work, anything like that. I just think it's never been his part of it that's that's the problem. It's the company's part of it that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. And I think when they finally found this and kinda let them go and, and you gotta think Paul Heyman's fingerprints are all over this, despite whether he's in creative or not, I see I see Paul Heyman fingerprints on this. I see Roman Reigns doing a lot of his own stuff in this. I there is nothing better on any of wrestling TV right now than Roman Reigns, the Tribal ch- Chief storyline. There's not. There's not a thing better. Uh, I love it. I think it's the best angle going right now, and I think it's going to be potentially the best angle for 2021 as well. Okay. All right. I, I
0: do agree with you. The only thing that, and this is according to things that we have saw recently, apparently, the, see, I thought the payoff for this was going to be The Rock at WrestleMania this year. Apparently, he's not going to wrestle him this year, but it's okay to wrestle him in 2022 so i'm not sure i want to see the tribal chief thing the entire year of 2021 but maybe they can make it interesting stories like that have always been hard to carry on long term but there are very few ones cm punk being you know his his Mm -hmm. whole anti steve austin those were long-term ones that worked I'm not sure that one can, but well, they can it, it has the been. The problem is you enjoy. never see it
2: anymore because they, they give up
0: on it. Well, yeah, because we live in a microwave society where everybody has to have instant gratification right now, and that's right. just not the way wrestling works.
2: I, I'm okay with I think they can play it out. I think they can do it uh, and make build so much heat that you, you can't wait to see this guy get his get, you know, uh, get his
0: ass beat. And, and I'm, then,
1: I, I'm still not convinced that, that The Rock's not in this year at some point.
0: See, I would be willing to bet money on it, only because of other things I've seen as far as they're now saying that Roman's going to wrestle Goldberg at Manny. And Go- they interviewed Goldberg on the bump the other day, and he's well, like, no. Roman, you're next. Well, but uh, – I mean, I guess that could be over in Saudi maybe. I don't know. But I just – I don't have any faith in it. But maybe they'll surprise me. I don't have a lot of faith uh, in WWE anymore. Well, since we're talking about you don't have a lot of faith in
2: things, why don't we talk about you now you lead into the <laughs> – least or not least uh worse storyline angle of 2020
0: well i would i would be, uh, speaking of betting money i would i would be willing to bet money that this particular angle is the reason that 2020 has went down the way it has went down and a lot of people don't remember that it started pretty much the first week of of the year so this has been a long toiling awful storyline but it's no it's no longer a thing but it was definitely the worst part about 2020 and that was the whole Lana Lashley marriage. That was no. that
2: was our 2019
0: worst angle. Well, I just, I just looked well it's it's so bad it it was still but it was still going on in 2020. 20. Sorta. It kind of was. Well, according according to what I lo- the the clips I looked up and I did do my research because I was like man that was crappy but maybe that happened last year. I've got clips from raw from The the beginning of February, end of January So it was still going on I didn't mean that it started in 2020 So then it's back to back Congratulations, uh, it's back to back champs
2: All of us picked it as the worst storyline Me, you, and J.K. And your honorable mention was who's Maria's daddy? Maria Can's daddy <laughs> who's the, Or
0: no, who's the daddy of the baby? Yeah, baby thankfully, daddy, we so. never found that out. Uh, um, so
1: there was that going on, and then there was, yeah, but yeah, uh, I wasn't
0: but, saying it started in 2020. I, I guess I kind of did. I apologize but, for it, but that. No,
1: I'll, I'll give you that because it was still going on, and uh, you know, because still at WrestleMania they were still still like MVP was just getting in his corner you know, taking it from Lana. so Absolutely. And this clip I have
0: here from when Liv Tyler came out – or Liv Tyler. <laughs> Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan came out from January the 21st. So right, it, right. And that, and that could have got it on its own right there. Yeah. I mean, look – That, that not, was bad as well. But anyway, that Do so you was, think
2: – so there's been nothing worse than that? No. It, at the of the year, there's nothing worse than that? that there whole... has
0: been, but it's been something in a promotion that I respect, and I will not throw, uh, uh, throw dirt on that promotion okay. because – uh, I have respect for them, but no, there's something I, I feel like was way worse. I think you probably know what it is. I'm not sure. I'm That's not me, sure. I'm sorry. You're good. I'm not sure if Eric does or not, but it it was still pretty bad.
2: Okay, I'm gonna say this, except for one in particular. There's only one that they that they that uh, that. So this is a lump group of something, but Okay. one they got right. But every one, every other one. We've talked about on the show. They didn't do it right, and that's any AEW debut in 2020. It was was the worst way they could. They did. You know when when they brought in the most recent, except for the most recent. There's only one that is not, and I'll just say the Sting was done right. Every other one. Was not was was a terrible way. And you could even you could even say anything with the dark order, which is probably part of the debut as well. Yeah. Was also not been well done. So yeah,
0: it was it really it really was. And even stings like I think what took the excitement out for me was the fact that they just pulled his figure from the WWE action line, and then two days later, Tony's cons like. We got a surprise coming up here in a couple of weeks. So, at that point, I'm like, it's... it's you're the only one that, that knew well, about you this. You know what? That, that, that's not true because Steve knew it. My brother, everybody. No. You just must not talk to people that know anything because every time I say <laughs> something about people debuting, you're like, nobody's ever heard that before. But everybody in my circle, absolutely. Actually, I wasn't even the first person that, that, that said it. Steve sent me the clip of the, of the action figure being pulled and was like, AEW confir- uh, confirmed and then i sent him the and he can attest to this then i sent him the article back in return that where tony Khan's like got some surprises coming up in the next few weeks
1: well that's fine but even, even so even if you did know and even if the whole world knew it was coming it, the debut was still done right for same it, really it just cool. wasn't done for everybody else yeah, for yeah. everybody else yeah. Matt cardono awful uh miro <laughs> not good i mean it was just you know none even of them, even man, even uh, even, even
2: the leader of the dark order uh luke harper well uh, oh, Brody, uh, lee. Brody lee Terrible. yeah
1: that was uh, that was probably the bad of them matt, matt, matt hardy's was no matt hardy's was bad and poor editing when he was jumping around from all the books. and <laughs> yeah. yeah uh it just it was all lackluster all the debuts were just not as good as they could have been mike tyson yeah? <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille no. O'Neal. No, you're right on that one. That was another one. A
2: Jade. What was it? Yeah.
0: Jade Cargo. Yeah. Um,
1: uh,
0: but no, no. I, I agree with y'all. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. I just, for me, and I think it hit differently with younger generations than it did for me. Uh, you, you all may agree or you may not agree, but I've already seen D- Sting debut and three other promotions. It was just... It was just another to me. It was it was cool because it was Sting, but the dude's sixty something years no, old. So you're right. How much? It still you, felt cool though. It did. It felt the cool. music. Was, shout out to Mikey and I. And I DM'd him after the the show. I was like, dude, that's some of the that. Well, that the intro to this show video, is probably his
2: best work that Mikey's recommended. Yeah, well, absolutely, and that's what I told yeah. him.
0: So, other than Ringside, <laughs> um, that music video combo that you did for him, oh, it sent chills. Like as soon, the as soon as the music hit, I was like.
1: It's time. I know, and then Tony Tony Schiavone's voice also. There was something to be said for that too. That helped the whole process yeah. immensely. All right. Well, y'all y'all are missing something though. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Okay, y'all are ahead. missing. Y'all are missing something really big. Oh, yeah. Worst angle of the year, Retribution.
0: Oh, oh.
2: My goodness. How can we not forget you, Retribution? I'm, just, I'm sitting
1: my microphone. I'm done. Yeah. Retribution, guys. I mean. Again, we kept talking about it back, you know, when we were I back predict, here, I did
2: predict like, that, that Ali was the
1: leader of it. Yeah, it, and that's, that's the only good thing that has come of, out the, of this. Or of the leader of the hacker that led over to yeah. also that. But. but that is the only good thing that has come out of this was him being the leader. You've got a bunch of great talent that is being mm. wasted in this storyline that has gone nowhere. They've picked yeah. up two total wins maybe. I it's it's awful. It is awful what this has become. And it's I don't know where it's going. I don't know what it's going to do and it may ruin some of these talents. I mean, can you see somebody like, you know, uh Dominic Djokovic or whatever whatever they're calling <laughs> yeah. it. Djokovic, you know, being released Because the creative was so bad on this. And that's a shame.
0: I think the only hope we have is that they have a long-term thing in mind here and that this wasn't the – like,
1: maybe. I think that's exactly what they don't have is anything long-term because of the way it's played out. You know, when you go week to week and then they keep losing and then, you know, I don't know. It just – I mean, does anybody
0: believe that Ali's the leader of a – he has to be reporting to somebody.
2: Well, ho- if, well, I mean that if, that's fine. He could be
0: if they but, have any. If they have any kind of resolve left in them, they will say, "We're just kidding." He was the leader of the ground troops, but we have a higher power, and, and bring Matt Hardy back. Let's go, Retribution, and baby. And here, here's
1: the other thing: if you have NXT as your third brand and not a developmental brand, which is what they have, it's on USA. You can't just assume that nobody watches it, and you have huh. all these recognizable faces that come in from that brand and now all of a sudden and and, and the sa- in the same group Maya Yim who is has been yeah you know associated with Keith Lee as his wife on NXT TV and now comes in and her group attacks him what like it makes Keith Lee after what I've heard
0: has been going on the last couple of days maybe he should join retribution <laughs> He'd be well, there with his wife and his best friend.
2: Maybe there's a reason why that there was a there was a pay per view out there that called it a retribution. Retribution, yeah.
1: poop. But uh, yeah. but yeah, for sure, worst storyline of the year. Retribution, All right. hands down for me. Okay,
2: okay. All right. So now we're gonna go to uh, why don't we do? Um, I tell you what, why don't we do the most underrated person of 2020? Um, and I'll go first because this is the picking order we're doing. So I'm going to say this, and 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 you're going to be like you're going to be shocked when I say it. Because you're going to say, "Wait a minute, how? I don't get that." And I'll explain why. The most underrated person out there has, is none other than Brian Myers, and why? Because in the WWE, he was known as we well, just laid your you just laid your <laughs> in the WWE he was I labeled know as doing this, comedy. Sorry. In in the in the WWE, you were labeled this guy as you know Kurt Hawkins, and lo- the guy loses all the matches, blah blah blah, but. Look at since he's come out of that program, come out of that company and been in, been an in impact and indie scenes and other stuff too as well. You've seen how great of a worker and great of a character and who he is. The most professional wrestler in in Brian Myers. I do like that nickname. Yeah, and and he's been a been a great stable, great pickup for Impact Wrestling. And um, you know, I mean, you could see him in AEW as well. You could see him going, but but he's un, so underrated of what he can do. And uh, WB, how can someone, how can WB just not, you know, how can they just let it? Even with Eric Young, how can they just not have anything for these guys? Like really, really creatively, it's um, it, it's mind blowing,
0: honestly. No, I think we can all agree that uh, just just mentioning, Hawk, uh, you know, Hawkins and Ryder, um, Rusev, Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode's toiling away, doing comedy stuff with the Street Profits, like. In my most underrated, I won't say it yet because it's not my turn, but like he is gold he has proven here recently
1: he has money and they're just going to let these guys
0: leave for aew as soon as it well
1: can. here's the thing that there's there's a spot for everybody and not everybody can be a top guy i understand that Brian Myers when he was Kurt Hawkins and was on the losing streak at least he had a story he and did. was making the best out of it and as a matter of fact, that was his idea he actually had. Matches to where he was going to win, and he said, "No, that's let me right. lose. Let him lose. And so it, that's fine. You know, it's it's more when you don't use somebody. And I think that once WWE stopped using him on TV, that's whether he was losing or winning, that was the problem. Was the problem. And and and, and by the way,
2: before, um, in a minute, I'm going to predict. I'm going to say something because I'm going to talk about last year's uh, will be picked, and I'm going to say how le- I when I said they're underrated people looked at me on last year this person and then I'm gonna show you what they've done this year and how that I was right on picking that and uh yeah so anyways let's go before we go we I want to go with you then we'll go to Jeremy then I'll talk about what we picked last year so what do you who's the most underrated in your book
1: all right watch? a couple here and I was going back and forth on them um looks like one of them's getting getting a little more these days and we'll see where this goes but that was my honorable mention Chad Gable okay. um but the number one and and this is this is in WWE, the person right now in WWE who is who should be doing way more than they're doing, who should be beating people with no problem at all, but instead is having issues with Lana mm. is Shayna Baszler. Hmm. Shayna Baszler should not be having competitive matches with Lana, and as much as I respect Natty Neidhart should not be having competitive matches with Natty Neidhart. I was very excited when I saw the three – say what you want about Nia Jax, but Nia Jax and Asuka and Shayna Baszler in the ring at the same time. When they first put all three of them together and they were on – I don't know if it was on somebody's show or what, MVP lounge or something like that. And this was like – I hope they're not going to waste this on a raw match, the three of them in a triple threat because that was money at the time. Mm-hmm. And here we are so many months later and none of the three of them have the <laughs> have what they had then. And Shayna Baszler should be a badass as much as as you know, her buddy Ronda. They should be building her right now for when Ronda comes back for the two of them. Yeah. To go against each other, but ah. Shayna is not in a good spot right now. She should not be selling for Lana. It should not take ten seconds for Lana to tap out to her finisher. Shayna Baszler is not being used right. Okay.
0: I mean, she's been a champion all year long, pretty much. So at least she's getting that. But I agree with you. The thing that's taken a little bit of the mystique off of Shayna Baszler is if you watch Raw talk or after 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 Raw goes off, which I do, I watch all the programming. Um, she tries to be too funny. Like two like down to earth. Like her and R Truth have joke offs almost every single time. And it's like well, who'd be afraid of this part? Like her and Truth are arguing about tartar sauce on fish. Like who who cares? But um sorry. She that, shouldn't be doing that. And
1: whether that's her or whether that's somebody else, she shouldn't be doing it.
0: I agree with it. I think uh my most underrated is somebody that we were talking about a few minutes ago and I left them off that list of WWE guys that should leave. If given the opportunity, and I think, it's, and, and somebody I said that was finally starting to pick up a little steam and do a little thing, and it's Kevin Owens. He's he's such a a raw talent. He's he's great on the mic. He's great in the ring. He can. He's already had the championship, and and and, and they screwed him out of that by putting Oberg in there against him, and just so they could have that. Goldberg versus you know th- that just never rubbed me the right way. I'm sure it didn't him either. But he he's such a great talent, and he's going to be money no matter where he ends up. Whether it's Impact, OVW, AEW, back home to Ring of Honor, he he's he is very entertaining. Um, they just have to let go of of the reins a little bit on no pun intended on everybody and let them be them. That's when we get the best wrestling. Is, uh, wrestlers is when we see guys that are are doing good jobs in the ring or subpar jobs in the ring, but they're like Roman Reigns, but they find a character that connects with people, like Roman Reigns.
2: So last year you literally picked Kevin Owens as well as the most underrated, and this year again so I did. We know, we know last last yeah, year I did. Yeah, you're Kevin Owens Mark.
0: We get that. Yeah. Um, so we know that's so, kind of harsh. I wouldn't say Mark. I just enjoy. Ziggler, he's underrated. Yeah, Cesaro, he's underrated. I, I Bobby Roode's underrated. But
2: you picked that last year, and it's okay. You can I go had back no to idea back.
0: I picked. You, you picked it last year, and and
2: you had the same Right, you had the same story. You had the pretty much the same answer. So basically, you you believe, and if you look back in the last, and you brought up Goldberg and the situation again, so you believe that Kevin Owens should be.
0: And, and I'm, in you know, a higher regard than he and is, I, yes. and I
2: don't disagree there. I, I think Kevin, you're right. Uh, I think he is a talent, and he is, uh, you know, can, I guess in the booking aspect of it, underrated. Uh, I think I think all fans so don't think of him as underrated, but I do think in the booking aspect, he is here. In the, and the the reason why I want to bring this up is because last year, you know, just to let you know, man, I, I picked this, I picked this group, and y'all were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "I'm telling you, they're underrated." And they proved that this year what they did. I picked the club, the OC. I said they're so underrated as a team and what they're doing last year. And then they said, yeah, they had a little steam building up. And then what do they do? They end up they end up being part of the big uh, Undertaker's last match, one of the greatest Undertaker matches you've yeah. seen, or stories or whatever angles. And then they end up getting released because because WB found found them underrated. They get they get released, and what happens? They go to Impact and make an impact. Okay, uh, they do. They they bring up their own pay per view talking shop, and what is it do two of them go crazy and sell? Even though it's a it's a goofy comedy thing, but you know did did amazing numbers, and they've done amazing things for Impact. And it's not even over yet of the partnerships, are, you know, that's happening with New Japan, and maybe this partnership or whatever we we have going on with yeah. the AEW. You know, it, it, I can't it, disagree it, with you on that one. I really they can't. Were, that, that, that was just, and what I'm saying is, I said that the year, and look what they did in the year, right. and now. I'm I'm bringing up my underrated, as I mentioned before, who I said was Brian Myers, and just to let you know that I'm I'm, I've been right on these as far as when people don't look at them and and what they've done. The other thing I'm also mentioning was Mella. I do think Mella's money still to this day, and and I think she's she's coming on pretty quick here. So there you go. So see, I'm 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 pretty -hmm. much having eye for this thing, Jeremy, and uh, just saying
0: it's interesting.
2: You 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 too.
0: The Kevin always you do too. I was too. gonna say the funny thing about it is is I never he always sprains sprains his wrist patting himself on the back, <laughs> but never ever brings up when I pick up pick up something. And I, but I am gonna argue with you about something. The Good Brothers have never been underrated, and I think for everybody that was the most shocking thing about the layoffs was the fact that they were. I would I would I would have lost my house if you'd have been like. The Good Brothers are getting released. I'd have been like, yeah. coming
1: take, off the the Boneyard take, match, yeah, I was I was really surprised. Take
0: all my money; they're not going anywhere, and I'd be broken, homeless right now. Surprised
1: uh, by them, disappointed by by Rusev, but surprised by them. Right. So,
2: but but here's the thing: I'm not, But I, I but ha, I think I everybody you,
0: holds them the highest of regard. But I
2: give. But I give you a lot of prompts because you mentioned you brought up the whole Cody thing. You and then you predicted AEW. Uh, you, you know, not. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up the, you know, you brought up a lot of stuff. You, you, you mentioned the Ethan pay, which we'll have to see. You have to go back and listen if that was a true. It wasn't.
0: Or not. It wasn't in the show. It was. Okay, I, got I you. don't. And I, I don't want you. to call the individuals out. That say, Remind I, me after the show, and I'll. Tell. I
2: already, know. I remember the. I was they were there. like
0: that. Kids, trash. Surely you were working us, and I'm like, no, that's my actual opinion.
2: So but you got so there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you, you have. get things
0: right too, Daniel. Is that what you wanted to hear? We both
2: get things right, and and we're going to find out Eric just is right on some of the things. I believe I, I agree with Eric. Now let's go let's go <laughs> into the most the most overrated. Now okay,
0: <laughs> most <laughs> overrated. All right. Oh man, this is going to be easy for people out there that follow Jeremy. So I'm a, I'm going to save mine for last. Well,
2: I will say what you said last. Year last year, you said Brock Lesnar, I said Bobby Lashley. You, uh,
0: so was what I the said. leader of the hurt business. Actually, one of that, the be- other better storylines that was there. 2019, yeah. though, right? 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 Again, right.
2: that was 2019, and, yeah. I, and I was big on that. So I'm gonna the most overrated this year, I'm not even picking a wrestler in general oh, because okay. this is just so overrated and so overhyped and it really doesn't mean anything and it's stupid is the Wednesday night wars. We were we were guilty Great. of overhyping it. We were it's so overrated. Yeah. The Wednesday night yeah, wars right. is really not a thing. Watch your show. It's not like it was in the nineties. You're you're not really getting you're 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 arguing over the same group of fans. And they're going to, both fans are watching both shows. Just one watches them live, and the other one doesn't. So
0: actually, I don't watch either one of them live. I wait till I get home from work and okay. stuff, and watch them but, both. But, but like I'm, at ten o'clock. But at nine, what I'm
2: saying yeah. is, you're, you're arguing over which one watches live. The way the net wars would really work and really be something is if you're gaining new fans that are watching the product. You're 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 literally arguing over the same 1. 1. 1.5 million fans. Yeah, and just so like I said, it, it, that's it.
0: Do you want to hear something sad about that? You could add up the views from both Wednesday shows, and they s- still don't get as many views as stale, old, boring Raw.
2: Anyways, what I'm saying is is that you're, you're arguing over the same fan.
0: You're, you're No, no, I, way, agree with you. I agree The way the Monday
2: Night Wars worked, they were new, casual fans that picked up every week. That, people that wasn't hardcore, people that didn't watch – Every week, they just you know, and they quit watching as soon as the soon as the wars were over. They you could left. go
1: places and hear people go. Did you see what happened on Nitro? Did you hear see what happened on Raw? And people that weren't wrestling people would be all it, into it. And people and, and now people, it's like there's another wrestling league. I think I saw Chris Jericho. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and and but that's now to give them credit. That's what they should be going for more of that. And that's why the Sting thing works. And that's why. You know, having Moxley there works, but now they need to build on that, and they're you know. So I trying. wanted to
2: pick a wrestler, but I was like, I, I can't. This is no, just overhyped, overhyped, over- and uh, overrated. So, okay. you know, because we all watch them both, we all talk mm-hmm. about them both. Mm-hmm. It's you know, until you gain the casual fan, it's overrated.
1: It. All right, Eric, you're up. Um, all right, I, I don't even have I don't even have honorable mention on this. I'm going with the Young Bucks. <sighs> I'm going with the Young Bucks because I mean to me it would have been it would have been the Bucks and and Omega, um, but I will say lately Omega has has won me oh. over a little bit. I was gonna say
0: y'all two have not been big fans of Kenny Omega. I, I and never I have. have
1: been. Y'all I can know. attest. I've been
0: carrying, that company flag
1: with and, Omega. And here, here's why it's because of the overrated for me. That that's that's what it all comes down to. Because all I hear is. Oh, this guy's the best in the world. This is the best best tag team in the world. Okay, cool. Let me see what I've been missing. And maybe it is because they've been overhyped. I don't see that when I watch. I don't see. I'm like, okay, let me watch the best tag team in the world. And I go, they're doing too much for me. I, I, don't, I don't see anything. That's fair. You know, and, and I don't, with the other tag teams, they got a great tag team division in AEW. But I, I think it's their, <laughs> maybe it's their opinion of themselves, which maybe that's just part of their character. Yeah. Um, but it was, and I know it was with Omega. When I see his the posturing and the things that he does, it's just like, man, he thinks really highly of himself. And now all of a sudden he's a heel, and I go, cool, I like I this. Now it makes sense. But I don't know what the Young Bucks are, and I don't know, you know, I I just think there are a lot better tag teams, and uh, I agree. you know, I'm just that's just where I am on that.
2: Okay, all right uh Jeremy yeah. you're most
1: uh overrated. Uh
0: my most overrated is Dean Ambrose. I refuse to refer to him as the other name. I will not do that. <clears throat> um never been a fan of his, not interested in anything he's done. Uh, he, not saying he's not a good part like literally. When I say these things about the wrestler, it's my opinion. And that's all it is. It's it I, I believe may, he's been maybe, on your I believe he's been on your list before. I probably have. Sure. Uh, uh, my my honorable mention is Carmella. I, I, there's nothing about her. There's one thing about her that I like. Uh, that's her look, but her, her entering is just, just sloppy as she's can she's be. stepping it up, man. Her, to me, her and uh, Lacey Evans have similar entering skills. And y'all know how much mm. I think about Lacey's sloppy, uh, but she's also do, like, she's doing the best that she can, but that, that's my one and two, uh, can't stand Dean Ambrose. Glad he lost the championship to, to my guy, Kenny Omega, uh, my guy, I don't know. Him. Uh, but yeah, that's my most overrated, okay. and I agree with you about the young bucks. I'm
1: just you know, not a fan. And I, I've I've been a fan <clears throat> of of Ambrose Moxley, Mr. Good, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, I've been a fan of him. I was a fan of his from the time he came in with uh, you know with with the stable, and then when when he went out on his own, it, it you know he was always kind of stood out to me as the guy who was going to be the big dog and not Roman, but. I think left to his own devices he's a little less than that's just me. I'm not gonna say overrated, but I do think you know I have noticed a little bit less of of what I liked about him here, which is so odd because his biggest
0: qualm was they won't let me be me in w w e he's been almost the exact same guy except for there's like you said a couple of things missing, and those were the things that i that I kind of even had a little yeah. bit of like oh. Like, in WWE, he seemed like a
1: really bad used car salesman. He was jerky, twitchy, all that stuff. Well, except for his very last storyline with the gas mask yeah. and everything, I thought everything that they did with him there was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and here, like I said, he's he's a little bit lower on the rung, but I, I wouldn't say overrated, but I respect that pick. There you
2: go. All right. All right. So um, I guess we'll go into um, – why don't we do this? Why don't we do less of and more of in the year 2021 – um, and um, I guess we
0: we lead it off with. Uh, with, with I Eric. go first, right? Because I I went last that time, and then how we're doing? Whoever goes last goes first. No, I, oh okay, kinda going no. around the table. So here, I went so.
1: first, so he goes okay. first. All right, so we less of or more of? What do you want? Less, less of. of. We'll do less
2: of in twenty twenty one.
1: Less of best friend storylines. heard you go, best friend like storyline. Let's get a little more creative. Creative less in uh, in in twenty twenty. And this is just to name a few off the top of my head. Okay. Bailey and Sasha, Mandy and Sonya, Alexa and Nikki, Drew and Sheamus, Cody and MJF, Otis and Tucker. That's just to name a few.
0: I thought you meant like the actual oh, faction best friends. You no, mean just like in no, no, general. No,
1: I'll keep them. They're great. <laughs> They're actual best friends and a good tag team. No, I'm going to throw in another one. Dakota and uh, Tegan. All best friends story mostly the on the female side they yeah. use it a lot on the female side with almost every storyline not every storyline has to be they were best friends and now they're not you know get a little more creative creative fewer best friend storylines please
0: by the way I'm really digging right now the the, the grouping they have of Dakota Kai and. Uh is it Raquel Gonzalez? Gonzalez? Yeah. Or as I like to call him H D K and Cheezle. Uh so, so, so. By, by the way, last
2: year's Less of pay-per-views we both picked our or last year's Lesa less of – Less of uh we both picked pay per views and overseas shows. Um, manage that. <laughs> so we we were excited with the overseas shows for sure. We got that right. Although it took a pandemic to do it. But uh,
0: yeah. my, uh is it my turn yeah, it's for less of yeah. All right, here's what we need less of. And this mostly focused – I'll start with my WWE qualm, and then I'll go over to the AEW one. Because for me, Impact pretty much did 2020 the way they should have done 2020, uh, with the exception of the thing I was talking about earlier that we can talk about off the air. But um, for AEW, no, I'll go AEW first. First off, we don't – everybody doesn't need to be in a faction. Every person on the roster is in a faction – that that just makes zero sense Kind to me. of a Japanese thing, it's, I think. It, that's possible. It just makes yeah. no sense. And, and I do not. I repeat, I do not. Next week on Dynamite, the number eight team in the country plays the number six for a chance to be number one. No, number two should have a chance at number one. Maybe number two and number three fight each other for a chance at number one. Four and five fight to become the number two contender. I don't need private party getting that AEW championship match. Where they now, had you left the rankings out? I'm probably okay with it, but when you lead off with number eight team versus number four for a shot at number one, that just doesn't. And then you let the number eight team win, and then they fight number one the next week and get decimated. It just the ranking system.
1: That. Use the rankings or don't use the rankings. Yeah, either Not use like them that.
0: or don't don't use them. Uh, and I hate to say this and this is my WWE one, but we need less Vince McMahon in 2021. Yeah. I think, he,
2: he, I, I think that's going to happen.
0: He looks horrible. We, I, I we, saw him. We saw him on The Undertaker goodbye. Yeah. And then I, uh, this week, the Keith Lee mm-hmm. uh, exclusive 24 came out, and he looked, bless his heart, bless the McMahon's family's heart. He looked like uh, the Ultimate Warrior did his last night of Raw, just death warmed over. I hope that's not the case. Um that's not going to be my prediction in 2021 that we no longer have Vince on Earth. Maybe it will be. I don't know. I don't remember what I put down yet. But uh, all jokes aside, that that's what I need to see less of in 2021.
2: Mine is gimmick pay-per-views. It always yeah, comes down yeah. to pay-per-view. I'm, I, look, I don't mind gimmick matches. I'm okay with... You're in your house. Or not You're, You're uh, I like that that one. The I'm, okay your, your I'm okay with your Elimination Chamber. I'm okay with Just just like have those matches. Why does the whole pay per view gotta be that? And why is there gotta be ten matches like that? I'm so glad that luckily the pandemic and the helped us out, but I'm even glad that we at OVW decided to not do Christmas Chaos, every match in a cage while we did it where only the only the two matches in the cage and everything else didn't have to be. It, it, it makes – I like it that way. And I don't – Al likes it that way and why he was happy we could do it and not do it the other way. It doesn't have to be every – so many others. And, and, like,
0: you have two Hell in the Cell – three Hell in the Cell matches and only one really needs to be in a Cell. The rest of it doesn't need to be in right. there. It doesn't and, need to be called a Hell in a Cell. That match and the Elimination Chamber match need to go back to being a special attraction.
1: You, you can sell a pay-per-view on a Hell in a Cell match – Without having the whole pay per view be hell in a cell. For example, yeah. they they sold us on uh, for for example SummerSlam with you'll never see it coming. You know what I mean? Why yeah. couldn't you sell it? Oh SummerSlam, hell in a cell. You know, I mean, yeah. it's the same thing. Craziest right, match so, ever. All so, those
0: taglines can go. So yeah. anyway,
2: so give me pay per views. I'm you know get less of uh, for sure. All right, so now we go over to um, Mora. Before I'll let you go. Obviously, you're going first, and before Jeremy goes, I'll mention what me and Jeremy picked for more than 21st. I don't. He's going. He's st- and when it's when it's the double oh, combo. The two, okay, you do
1: it again. Yeah. So well, I ahead. haven't
2: been. I, this. I, I'm trying it's to get back to the floor. It's flow, been years since we did the ringside review. I know.
1: Oh, this, is, this is this the one I had a hard time with too uh, because the, I, I just kept wanting to say fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? More fans, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, and, and the only other thing I wrote next to it, and this was just off the top of my head, is Naomi. I'd like to see more Naomi in okay. uh, in 2021. I think uh, you know she's been she's been missing for a while i would like to see more of her well it's really really
0: weird because i will show you mine here in a second uh post oh Um, let me last year is what we Oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. sorry
2: uh last year more of 2020 you said um the bump more of uh, like the original content like the bump and things like that and then i said the fiend um i think we got more than in 2020 did well there
0: yeah good job uh So, more of 2021. My literal two things are more fans, more in person shows. Tired of this, and I got to see Becky Lynch. I need more Becky Lynch. Uh, So, very similar to what what you had put, only a different person. And she just gave birth this past week or so. So, I'm pretty sure she'll be in the Royal Rumble. Baby (laughs) Ruth. All right. All right. Well, she may be on Raw next week. We don't know. (laughs) The way they do it.
2: Get in here, pal. Um. So, um, I I did say fans, and I did jokingly say referee Daniel Spencer, but that was just a joke. <laughs> I think he's oh on every show. God. I don't he's know harried. why we did. Like, why would we need? No, no, more no, of that, no. Dude? We need more fa- fans. Yes, but also I'll put Edge. I want to see more. We didn't get to Good. see as much as in 2020. Like an, like of, an Edge or no? The Adam, edge. Co- Adam Copeland. <laughs> the uh, we did get you to too? see a little bit in 2020. We would have probably saw him more, but unfortunately injury. What? But I I do want to see more of Edge in 2021. Um and I think we will. There, uh, you know, I, uh, we can do royal Roman predictions later and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that that's
1: part of. it. I will end. say, if he gets hurt again, he should probably. Time to hang it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's yeah. probably a sign that he's done. On this yeah. day, you see clearly. Okay.
0: Yes.
2: Yes. So there we go. That was uh, that was the picks of more and less of. So now, um, why don't we why don't we jump into a little local flavor and get this out of the way, and then we'll go into um some other stuff. So. Uh, we'll start with Jeremy because this is this is a category he came up with a couple years ago. Uh, shout out to Jeremy. So we'll let you go. Just, it, this makes perfect. It, it turned out to be you go first on this. So awesome. why don't we start with the best OVW wrestler of the year 2020? Now last year, Jeremy, and the last I think it was. Well, the last two years, you picked the same person. You uh, picked,
0: it's not going to be the same person. It can year, be because no. this person wasn't involved person in the year twenty twenty. I'm pretty sure Randall Floyd. wasn't Randall Floyd,
2: year. and yeah. you did pick Justice Smooth, which both are no longer in OVW in the year twenty
1: twenty. So thanks, guys. But who knows what twenty twenty one will provide? Who right, knows? Hopefully right. We see so them both.
0: Knows. But but in twenty twenty, you you who is your best OVW wrestler? I think it's fairly easy, and I have this as a as a a, a two way tie. Okay. Because I really don't think one has done more than the other, and they've both been just fantastic. But I've got uh, Jesse Goddard and Tony Gunn. Okay, um, I think they have been the the face of the company this year. They have brought the most exposure. They have had the best matches. Um, and th- there's there's another. I, I won't say I've already said two. So that's there's a third guy there that I think that has been showing up and showing out here the last three to four months that. I'll wait to see if you all say his name or not. But uh, those two are, are the standard bearers, the, the flag holders, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to go with my answer. My answer was the same as it was last year, and which is somebody you mentioned as one of the two is Tony Gunn. Tony Gunn, by far, I think, um, had a great year in, in 2019, and he had a little bit of injury, so he's out for a couple months. But he still started strong, ended strong. This year in 2020 was pretty much the same way. He started strong, ended strong, well, sort of. Even though he lost against against Brian Pillman Jr., he still was strong in that cage match. Um, and uh, the only reason why there was a break in between in twenty twenty, like it was in twenty nineteen, was the pandemic. Other than that, I think he would have successfully d- defended that title for the whole the whole time. So
0: I thought you well. said he sharded strong. I almost lost it over here. <laughs> yeah. uh, the reason Tony made it to the top of my list this year was easy. Like you said, the other two guys left. And he came on our show this year, so it was a no. Tony no-brainer. was on
2: the year before, year before too, in 2019, when he was the first. When he uh, first yeah, but the
0: other guys home. were still there. All right, I got you. I and got you. Tony was wearing a dress in 2019. <laughs> no, 28. 20, that was 2017.
1: Okay, was, or 18. He was. No, it was the 18. Dress. It was yeah. 18. Yeah,
0: anyways, <laughs> and that was fine. I love Tony again.
2: I love Tony Gunn. No, I love Tony Gunn.
1: (laughs) Hey, I love Tony Gunn, too, so that's I've got to preface that since I'm not going to say him here. (laughs) Oh. oh. Hey, I do love Tony Gunn, and he's in my honorable mention. Okay, Okay. There's a lot of guys that have have stepped up, and this has been my first year on camera with OVW, too, so there's a lot of guys that have stood out from the LOB to Dimes to Tony Gunn to Dustin Jackson, and and the guys that you mentioned, too. Love them. And I'm not just saying this because he was on the show last week. Luscious Lawrence is my MVP for I knew W. You were going to do and that. You know what? I, I, I don't it. disagree there. I mean, I, he is a, he is an honorable mention for and, sure. And here's the deal: since <sighs> since he came in with the the combine, he has he has literally done everything you know on it on his way up. And he is you know he's been in opening <clears throat> matches. He's been in battle royals. He's been in multi man matches. He's been in main events. He's now he's been in a boot camp match, booty camp match, and all that. And hmm. every time he always brings his best he always stays with his character his yeah. character always stands out and people will remember him when they leave an ovw show that's right they do. and that's why i'm picking luscious lawrence
2: and here's the thing too is is you know he's
1: one one thing about
2: this show and we've teased it for years and this year we didn't have as many guests on but one thing we we we, we proud ourselves in. jeremy you remember this edge and christian Ma- stars oh as and Christian would talk about, they 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 rock they rocket strap people yeah. to the top. Every time someone comes on this show, they they end up having a, So the fact that he's already done amazing things and that he's been on the show now, it's just well, rocket strap. That's why strapped. I felt so be,
0: comfortable last week was saying he was going to be champion because that's that's exactly what what happens. Yeah, coincidentally or not, I mean. Our biggest claim to fame was we had Jeff Jarrett on the show, and then two weeks later he showed up in the Rumble, or three <laughs> weeks later, and we're and we're like, okay, we may be onto something here. We may literally be the good luck charm for, for, for professional wrestling. Maybe next year we add a category, uh, predicted breakout star of the year. Because if we had that, he would be that would be my predicted breakout star of the year. I got gotcha. you. Is him. Got gotcha. you. All right, All so. Right. Yeah. And Brian Pillman Jr. as well. He's doing some great work. And if you missed OVW. the episode
1: last week, you can go on there and uh, and check it out because uh, uh, Luscious Lawrence was a lot of fun. Yeah, get on your Twitcher and look at it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, all right. So we did Best OVW Wrestle of the Year. So, we're. I mean, this could have been your – someone's answer could have been the, best, the same for both. But uh, now we're going to go with Best Female OVW Star of 2020. And uh, last year – um, I picked uh, Megan Bain, and you picked Jay Lee, even though Jay Lee was only involved for like a month in OVW in 20, that's 2019. A, that's my girl. Um, I got you. She's my girl too. She's I love Jay Lee. So I'm gonna go with uh, my pick for um, twenty twenty. I think the the best female OVW star, and we kind of talked about her last week on uh, with Luscious because he's part. She's part of that group with him. But I would say Hollywood Haley J has stood out as being a star. I mean, you know, somebody who's been in the business for a very very short time, but you know has a um, you know is a second generation wrestler and uh, has definitely shown that uh, she's got character and and
0: she's uh, she's owning her own. So who's uh, she related? You said second generation. Who's she related to? Uh,
1: I don't know. I'll if give we... you a guess. I'll give you a guess of a uh, a yeah. former female superstar and and sometimes current female superstar in OVW. Yeah. He's not going to get this. No. no. I, no, no I didn't
2: no,
0: no. know it
1: for a long time. You didn't know it either?
0: Oh, gosh. Why, why is their name blanking me? No, I think I do know who you're talking about. Yeah.
2: Well, it, that's amazing in itself. But, uh, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> but why don't you go ahead, uh, Eric, and
1: that, you give your uh, you give your uh, best female OVW. Okay star of 2020 Um, it it has been it's been a weird division this year to say the least Uh, obviously uh you know COVID had a lot to do with that some some had a you know we were we were in indiana for a while which has some different rules than uh than kentucky does so we were able to have some different different stars um and uh and we had several champs that won it and then never did defend it (laughs) and we had to we had to flip-flop the title a few times so I've got two because one's going to go on the pre-COVID part right, of this year. You. That's fair. The other That's one's going to go on the post-COVID uh, because I think it's a completely different division. It is. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Um, right. So pre-COVID, Megan Bain.
2: Okay. Gotcha.
1: Post-COVID, I'm with you. Hollywood Haley J. Great character. Um, you know, she's still she's still improving every single day in the ring, but she's there. She's working hard, uh, and I she's got the gift of gab. Love that. Love her work with with Leshus Lawrence. So, so there you go. There's my two for for this year. All right, Jeremy, you're up. Um, I'll, can't pick Jay Lee this year.
0: I'll split it up the same way you did pre-COVID. Absolutely, Megan Bain. Uh, she lives on my Instagram every day and in my mind. Uh, phenomenal talent. Uh, I really can't say enough about her, but post-COVID, and this is not a shot at anybody on the current OVW roster, but the Queen Madison Reign is my OVW uh, wrestler. She's, I mean, any t- – it's almost unfair to the rest of the women's roster that she was available for me to select. And the only way she'd have been available is if she was on a card or had a storyline. Or so I wouldn't have picked a one off. Uh, anytime you got her and, and you can pick, and this is also not me sucking up to her husband, so he unblocks me.
1: Um, <laughs> but she is she is one of those aforementioned undefeated OVW yeah. women's champions. And I mean, how many you people You never are, know. I hear she's not on commentary anymore. So that's what I've been hearing.
0: Ooh. She was on commentary, especially year? Oh, I,
1: I've heard that she's transitioning out of commentary. Maybe you would Ooh. know better than I would, but yeah, that's, that's the, the insider, buzz. The insider that's the Dan buzz. Spencer. Okay. He right. knows. So maybe maybe she's she's coming back to claim what's hers. I don't know. Look okay. out Maserati.
2: All right. Well, there you go. So
1: that was um, you know, that was that was
2: our local uh, local flavor there. Uh so why don't we do this? Why don't we um, since we're talking about, we kind of you kind of mentioned about predictions and whatnot. Why don't we just go to some bold
0: predictions? Ooh, these are my favorite because we're either really right or we're really wrong. So
2: uh, go ahead and before we get any further, our bold predictions last year. Oh, um, uh, I gotta find where we where we did this here. Um, bold prediction was uh, I said a uh, big star would join AEW, and then I also said Brian Cage. Well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Both of them happen. Um, you way know. to go out on a limb there and predict a big star would sign with AEW. And uh, so there you I go. Hope I gave you crap about that then too because that's kind of a easy way.
2: You did. You actually said, "Oh, that's like Raw will be on Monday night." You know, I was like, <laughs> "I said, but I said big star." So like. I wouldn't considered a big. I mean, Sting. No one, you know, whatever. So anyway, well, here is the bold yeah. prediction.
0: I'm going to take a drink of water.
2: And and uh, and actually, I don't remember hearing what you said on it, so I don't have. It oh, listed. Thank,
0: thanks. for that. Probably well, because, because it was I was trying right.
2: to. I was trying to. No, it wasn't that. J.K. You and J.K. were going over something, and I got no way done. I was trying to go through it all real quick. So you have to go back and listen to what your boat prediction was. So,
0: but well, th- it was th- correct.
2: I can tell you that the pecking order of this um, at this point would be uh, right. Yeah. It, me?
0: Didn't I start that one off, or did I not? The female? Okay, no. You did. I did, so Eric would I be... I started the male, you started the female, okay, yeah. yes.
1: yes. So yes, Eric yes. would be the one to do bold predictions. So, Eric, I, what is your bold prediction? I do have two things written down here. One's not not that bold, but I will throw it out there, is that Wade Barrett gets back in the ring this year. Okay. And and could you imagine a match with him and Walter? Mm. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I want to see that. But okay. that's not my bold prediction. Bold prediction is we will see... A change in the business structure of wrestling. Whether that's whether that's the union talk that we've okay. been hearing, whether that's how wrestlers in the WWE, starting with the WWE, are are going to be paid. Are they going to be employees? You know. And, and mm. I think and while I say WWE is what everybody's going to look at is how that business changes, I think. That the the beginnings of that starts with AEW, um, but I, I think you're going to see a change in the way wrestlers in general are treated as paid employees.
2: Gotcha. That's pretty bold. Yep. Yeah.
1: I, I think mine fly
0: kind of is uh, along the same lines. It's not re- really a wrestler does this or a star comes to right. WWE. It's uh So here's what I put. We will have our first true wrestling mega card. Ring of Honor, AEW, OVW, New Japan, NWA. And I know what y'all are saying. That's not very bold. That's kind of looking like it's going to happen. But you didn't let me finish. The final participant in this will be NXT. We will have our first wow. ever. And it won't be Raw or SmackDown. It'll be the NXT really? brand. Uh, That's bold. Well, that's what I went for was really bold. Not I'm put this on record. I do not think that will happen. Here's what I actually think, and I I have this wrote down too. Here's what I actually think will happen: Tony Khan will buy up all these other places and fly them under the same banner, and they will all be brands of Tony Khan's. So AEW will be owned by Tony Khan, NWA, Tony Khan, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan. Uh, impact. Maybe he buys them all up and, and we go back to the territory territory systems of old. And I thought that was pretty bold. I'm not sure
1: that bold. one will happen. I, I like that. I've, I've thought that for a long time that, that somebody needed to do that. I thought that the NWA when it came back might be the one to, to kind of get that together, but I, I think uh you're right, Tony Khan may have more of the vision to do something like that. Well and the money. He that's, the money, yeah. that's what we got. He he is his proven over the last
0: few months that he does not care no. to piss money away. So
2: Okay. All right. So my bold prediction is that OVW is gonna make another is gonna do another major move that will change the game. Or kind of similar to what you're stating that changed. That's, the industry.
0: that's not fair because you know everything going on in O V W is
2: that something that's been talked about?
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know.
1: There's no. Okay,
0: that, that's fair. But in my back of my mind, I'm like, uh, he knows something that's coming up and it's going to change. No. I agree with you. I think they will. But that they they've been they've been the only company, in my opinion, uh, with Impact in a very close second. That has been doing things to change. Like WWE has been same old same old. Um, AEW is trying to bring in people like WCW did and like Impact did when they went up against Monday Nights way back in the past, where they're bringing in guys like mike tyson and sting and shaquille o'neal and even snoop Dogg, which has a relationship with the wwe their bring i wonder if that ruffles any feathers i don't know but uh those two those two companies though in, uh impact and ovw or when i look for what's going to be hot next in the wrestling industry i look to those places
1: first yeah i think uh I think this this could be a huge year, and you know, 2020 could have been a huge year, and you know, we all know why yeah. that didn't become what it was. But yeah, I think J.K. Right, I think left she, the show. I think I, I, I think no. we could be in for some big things this year. Fingers, all right, look, fingers crossed.
2: So now we go into Jeremy. You're going to lead this off, um, and I'll I'll mention what our last year's was. But you're going we're going to go with breakout star of 2020. Uh, I actually again couldn't get who yours who's yours who yours was my my pick was mjf i believe i was uh,
0: did pretty well on yeah, that i think that, i star. believe that's also who i picked last year it may have been because i remember like,
2: uh, it may i mean i don't know but um oh, breakout star so breakout across star, all brands across all brands the breakout star of Ooh. 2020 all
0: right are you are you ready to just drop your jaw and just not do anything funny with it, but just are you, are you ready to be wowed and shocked?
2: Well, they have to be a breakout
0: star, so sure. Roman Reigns.
1: You know what? I There was a time that I'd go, I don't know that I could accept that, but this year, I think you're right. I really do. I, I, I can't disagree I mean, with always that. Stopped,
2: but he was always a star, man. He was always no. over. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I'm with you, but you can't really deny that. I mean, there there was – a little bit of a breakout this well, year that the, he didn't have before. Here's
2: the thing, and if coming from Jeremy, that would be a breakout because he didn't think he was a, he was he was sure. he was anything. I so. still
0: don't think he's a great wrestler, but now I think his promos are at a, like we spoke earlier about. You know, you can like wrestlers that are subpar in the ring but great on the mic. He he now for me is kind of like John Cena, like well, decent wild. decent worker in the ring phenomenal on the microphone I, I i cannot wait to see what he has to say every week now. pretty
1: good salesmanship because i mean seriously that's why i wouldn't put him on my list because i think it like daniel did he's already a star but that's you just sold oh, it to me uh, you're right
2: okay i I'm, there's nothing and the, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with him because i know where jeremy stood before so to him to say that i get it <laughs> but at the same time he wouldn't be on my list because i already thought he was a star yeah so but anyways so my breakout star of 2020 is the none other than Rohit Raju. He for sure broke out and his character development, getting away from the, you know, from the, the stable of the of all, of all the, um, you know... Um,
0: the Desi Hit Squad.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to say something else, but thanks for saying that. Um, and oh, um, and, and, and sorry. <laughs> so... Sorry. No, that's fine. So, uh, yes, and, and the defeat Rohit Challenge and being the X Division champion, everything he's done has just been – I mean, he's been the breakout star. His mic work, his character work, his in-ring work. It's just been amazing. And uh, so that, to me, uh, it's been a breakout star because uh, you finally get to see what he can do of, uh, of 2020. So there you go.
1: Pretty good. I've I, I've got a long list of, of uh, honorable mentions here, which I'll throw out first. Everybody from – and again, like him or don't like him, and not exactly my cup of tea, but you cannot deny Orange Cassidy. Had a breakout Ooh, year. Oh, he did. You can't deny that, it. I that mean, would be my I don't care if you like him or don't like him. He he is selling merchandise. How he's, could you he's not, not like base. him? Is my
0: question. I've seen people
1: that don't. How do you how do you not like him?
0: Um, I know Daniel's answer to this because when I said it, he was actually my
1: runner up. Yeah. I think maybe last year. He's definitely and, my runner up, but not 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 my number one. Here's some other ones. Just I'm going to throw these out there: Britt Baker, Sammy Guevara, Dominic Mysterio. I mean, this kid hasn't had any matches anywhere until WWE, and amazing. I mean, I think he's done done very well. How about Jey Uso as a single star? Yeah, 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 but all of them pale in comparison to someone else who had not had any matches until yes, this year. There you go. Say. Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee,
2: I agree with you. That's honorable mention for me. Pat Absolutely,
1: McAfee. Go Coats! By the way, I got my I Go mean, Coats uh, thing. Thanks to my, I mean, to, to step in to really put in the work. To be, he is not just a, you know, guest wrestler. He is not just somebody who came in from the outside to have a one off. This guy can do it on the mic. He can do it in the ring, and he keeps working hard to make sure that he's the best. Doing
0: it, and if you're a Pat McAfee fan, he is on this week's episode of Swerve City. It's a podcast that uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott does for the WWE Network. It's a great, it's a great yeah. show this week. He's always entertaining, no matter where where he's at.
2: All right, so there you go. I, I'm, I think uh, we've all picked pretty decent uh, breakout stars there. Well, that's what um, we do here.
0: We 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 predict things correctly.
2: All right, so before we go any further. I want to talk about our sponsor, Colin Noble. That's right. That's a that is the breakout star of 2020 for all the merch they put out there, all the all the apparel, the best wrestling apparel there is today. Just go to colin And when you go there, use promo code Ringside. I'll cover the letters. You save ten percent. You have the Ringside podcast out, even when there's a sale going on, like a Christmas sale, or a Black Friday sale, or a New Year sale. You get so much percentage off it. Then you add ringside. on. The, you get an additional 10% off of that, which is even special. You support this podcast. Still time, if you're catching the end of the year, to get your Christmas stuff in for Color Noble Brand. But, hey, if you don't give in time for Christmas, why not start the New Year out right with some Color Noble Brand stuff too as well? Go to Brand.com, promo code ringside. All capital orders you save, and you get the best wrestling apparel there is today. All right, so... We got just a few short things left on the list um, right here. So we, um, why don't we do this? Why don't we jump? Uh, why don't we jump to match of the year? And um, do I start that? Is that right? Yeah, that's the order. Match of the year. I'm going to pick this match of the year. And of course, I can see Eric's other question after I say this. But to me, the match of the year. Here we go. It's going to be... He was the ref. He was definitely the ref. I was the referee, yeah. <laughs> it's going to definitely be uh, at Impact Slimmiversary. It's the Knockouts Women Championship oh, match boy. between Deanna Prazo and Jordan Grace.
0: Okay. Well, I've already started the show off with saying I'm not going to say anything ne- negative about Impact because I have respect for them, but that is that would not be in my top 100 matches of the year, so... It was a great it, match. It had great referee in, I heard, <laughs> yeah. but other than that, it, it it was not there for me. It,
2: it was even the best match. I, I believe it was the best. Well, of course, if it was the best match of the year, it was also the best match of that night uh, on, on
0: Version. It was the best match that was going on at that sp- specific time of the day. I will agree with you there.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, while I I would love to say the Royal Rumble, I like the way that played out. Um Roman Reigns, Jey Uso at the Clash of Champions, like that a lot. I have have an honorable mention, too. FTR versus the Bucks. Mm -hmm. But I'm going with something I don't think anybody else is going to say here today. Only because of what it was and how it was done. And it was different than anything anybody else had ever seen. And no, I'm not going to say the Boneyard match. And no, I'm not going to say the Firefly Funhouse match. I am saying the Money in the Bank matches. Okay. The Money in the Bank matches is done at uh, WWE headquarters. Two matches at the same time, fighting through the building. It was it was entertaining. It was and creative. And, and here's one of the reasons I know it was entertaining and fun because my wife who hates wrestling, my son who's not really into wrestling, and my daughter who does like it. We were all glued to it, and we were all watching it and commenting on what was going on and laughing and 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 cheering and having a good time. And uh, it was again, it was done out of necessity. But it was awesome. I would say. I mean, uh,
2: honorable mention would be the Boneyard match for me, and that's right there with it yeah. too as well. You got the
0: gift money. I know. You I, giving your honorable mentions because I didn't get
2: my honorable mention before. So yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with that. I like that. That was a great creative. Jeremy, go ahead.
0: Well, since you stole my best match, and again, I can show you it's on, on my really? on my shot sheet. Uh, money in the bank was definitely my my favorite. The, I the presentation. really did not think that anybody that's was going to say that. Because we have great minds think alike, you're right. Eric. We think a lot like, uh, but my backups were Cody versus Dustin at AEW Dynamite. That was probably my favorite AEW match they've had so far. And then coming in, uh, I wouldn't say that was coming in second. That was an honorable, honorable mention. Honorable mention number two: uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew at um, Survivor Series from a yeah. few few weeks ago. Thought I know I know Daniels just flabbergasted that I would say anything nice about Roman Reigns. Um, but that I feel like that was it. Very nice. Okay. All right. So next
2: up, um, we have, we're going to go with, we'll do ladies first. We'll do female wrestler of the year. Okay. And, um, the female wrestler of the year last year, Jeremy, you and you both picked the man, Becky Lynch as our female wrestler of the year. So, um, Eric, you're going to lead off on this one here. So
0: I think you skipped a category. Too. Do you just have female and male or no, just female and wrestling? More, there's one more.
2: Okay. Yeah, we're, we, end,
1: we always end with, the, with this last okay, thing I apologize. regardless. Go ahead. So, I bet. Sorry. That's um, okay. All right. Pardon the, the interruption. Female of the year. The only honorable mention I have on this EO uh, Shirai, mm-hmm. who has carried um, NXT for the whole year. Uh, I think she's done a fabulous job working with everybody on that card. Uh, but my female of the year is Bailey. Bailey love the new character. I loved where it went this year. She proved that she is so much more than than the, you know, baby face bubbly Bailey. I love her heel work. It's only gonna make her a bigger star when she goes back to be a baby face. Love it, Bailey, number one. Can Eric stop going in front of me?
2: <laughs> what well, is it's just
1: the
0: order of everything.
2: Your next time the wrestler of the year, you go first.
0: Okay, cool, cool. My my female and and, again we won't be the same on that (laughs) no we won't i uh well you don't know we it's very hard to judge this year because i feel like everybody here can admit there was no charlotte this year there was no becky this year it seemed all no ronda it was all out of sorts bailey was is my one a my one b is jordan grace i thought she did a lot of great stuff in impact this year um and then if you have to say somebody that's going to be next year's
1: Write me down for Bianca Belair. Yeah, there's just nothing about her. She that She was I don't almost like. she. She could have gone on my breakout list too, but she this next year she could be absolutely yeah. so, nothing. I don't like about right, her.
2: Right, and I, I will say uh, Bailey's definitely my honorable mention. Uh, not uh, probably would have been my number. This is my number two, possibly close to being number one because of the things you said, and I do agree. But in work, um, what what this person's done, character, all that, I'm gonna have to go with my female wrestler of the year is Deanna Prado. <laughs>
1: I told you. He's got to. Come, he's next got to tell the company. Next line. year, we need to predict what Daniel's going to yeah, say. Yeah, that's going really, to be that's going to be it. impact, 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 impact,
0: impact. Also,
2: think about it. I mean, the, you know, the the also. I mean, she is by far just. Fen- I mean, she's. It's one of those things that makes me think. Well, what was the WB thinking of not using her, and what she could have done? You know, and and um, you know, I I think. Uh, and if they used her more this year. And they try to use it, I think Chelsea Green would have been added to that list and probably right there. In the I place. agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and maybe Chelsea Green might be the twenty twenty one. We'll see. But that's who I picked as uh the female wrestler of the year. And um I think her work and, and you said with Jordan Grace, I, mean, I do I mean she's up there too in the top five, in my opinion. Um and this this thing would have been a little different. You had Charlotte and and, and Becky involved in twenty twenty, possibly. So uh all right, so next up, we're going to go straight into wrestler of the year. Now, we'll say this, okay? Last year, last year, Jeremy, your pick was Adam Cole. Mine was Seth Rollins, okay? That was last year's pick. So this year, Jeremy, you're leading off in this list, so that way you, Eric can't jump in front of you and say the same thing, so now you need to go for it. I guarantee over you, my we're shoulder. not saying the same thing. So, so Jeremy, who is your wrestler. And it could be by the way, this, this category could be the same as female of the year or two as well. So Yeah, that's
0: not the way I, I do things. I'm not so. me
2: either, but who is your wrestler of the year 2020?
0: Well, I, and I think if you've listened to this week's show, you probably pretty much figure out who I'm going to say, but it, to me it's Drew McIntyre, just his whole progression all year long from the Royal Rumble to now he carries the big sword around, just everything he I thought once he lost his title, he probably would never have the title again. Thankfully, they saw in him what I saw in him, so that's my wrestler of the year.
1: He's been he has been the the champion that's had the most against them probably ever. Oh yeah, since maybe CM Punk.
0: Oh, <laughs> but, especially I mean, when they were predict like honestly, from what what I have saw, which I, this is not coming from a source from just from what I read, like Vince was literally. Deciding whether or not he was going to let him win that title in front of no fans. Yeah. So he had, like you said, not to interrupt you, but like you said, he overcome a lot to even get it.
2: I mean, I I, I do think uh, he's he's definitely in 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 my top. I was thinking hard and trying to, and he was there. He was he was somebody that I was battling with, and he's an honorable mention for sure. My wrestle of the year though for twenty twenty is going to be somebody that it's really a tie almost because it's it's really between two guys. But I'm gonna pick one in particular and put one above the other.
0: Can we predict who you're gonna say first? I mean, I
2: have it written on paper, okay. so
0: that way if you say so, it's gonna be one A and one B. It's
1: gonna be Rich Swan <laughs> and Eddie Edwards. All right, go ahead. Okay. No, you- I'm not gonna. Pre- no, he's he's not going to impact on this one.
2: It is Roman
1: Reigns. Okay. <laughs> he started off with the R. I was like, yeah, I
2: told you? <laughs> it's Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, by far, you know what he's done, character-driven wise, what he's done in. It, obviously, I always liked, I always thought he was a star in his in, in what he's done in the ring and for years. And I always liked Roman, but just this year shows him one hundred percent why he is where he is, why he is the the wrestler of the year. And my right there, I mean, right there with him. I mean, it was hard to pick Roman over him, because i almost but but we're on the edge of that is the phenomenal AJ Styles is right there. And I, it, I could really flip flop either one of these. So that's why I had them both. Like I had to bring them both in this, in this conversation. I agree with AJ and Drew and Drew would be an audible mention, but Drew was not, I mean, I kind of thought about him. And then once I started talking about Roman and AJ, Roman wasn't Drew even Rolf. here for the majority of 2020. No, it doesn't matter, but neither was Jay Lee at OVW for one month and you had hers. <laughs> <laughs> every, every she was in our basement.
0: Year. So that's different.
1: Um, well, that's the only reason why here that I could not put Roman in number yeah. one. I really wanted to because, to me, I mean, his body of work that he's been around has has been the best. Yeah. Yes. But you're talking from March to August, he was not around. So, the okay. only other person that but but but, but, but but take this back, though. With the pandemic, a lot of people wasn't around for that True. That's too. true. But there was... One mine was around for the entire time, save maybe a couple weeks storyline wise, and everything this person has done.
2: I know you're going to say, and I, and I think I agree.
1: Everything this person has done has always been good, except for maybe one thing, and I'll I'll forgive it for that because it wasn't his fault, and that is Cody Cody Rhodes. I'm going Cody Rhodes. I thought you were going to say the Miz, but okay. No, no. I would have listened. I would have listened to that argument. I'm going to go Cody Rhodes, and I'm I'm going to do it because the matches that he's in, whether it was defending the the TNT Championship, uh, you know, uh, those matches were good. His segments were good. You know, the only one that really were uh, that really suffered was the one with Jade, uh, and again, I don't think that was his fault. Um, he makes sure to position himself there. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the same same thing happens with his cohorts, and I don't think it always comes off as good with the Omegas and the Bucks of the world. But for some reason with Cody, it does. And even with Jericho. I think Jericho tries to position himself in those roles and tries to make sure everything comes off good, and I think some of it comes off cheesy. It doesn't with Cody. I just – I I got to go with Cody. No, I, I definitely
0: I, – I would say that for me, behind Omega, he's the best thing that they have at AEW, in-ring-wise. In I'm not a big fan of his, his interviews and, and other stuff, but, yeah, I agree with you there.
2: I heard somebody say the only thing, <clears throat> the thing about Cody is- – You know, he doesn't. The only thing he probably regrets in the last few years has been his neck tattoo. Other than that, everything else has been great. (laughs) I Um, regret it for sure. Yeah. So, but, anyways, uh, I just thought it was funny when I heard that. I was like, well, that's funny. But, um, but for the most part, I I mean, I can see your argument. I don't, he wasn't in my top five uh, people I was listening He was, I would have put it Jericho. Even MJF over him as far as AW, but uh, but uh, you know it, that's why everyone has different opinions. You're right. You pick somebody that neither of us is going to have. You knew that he Jeremy definitely was going to
0: have Cody listed. Um, so I've never been against Cody, just the company he wrestles for. But again,
2: which is his company,
0: <laughs> right? But we all but we all knew you were going to put Jericho on there because Jericho literally has been having the worst matches of, of his career this year, and you're just. Juggling Jericho because you're a bit, you're a Jericho mark.
2: Jericho it's character is not really just wrestler, not really getting in the ring and, and wrestle cuz you can have Jericho's worked with guys that and he's made great Orange Cassidy. He put Orange Cassidy, Oh, He made he made him a star. Come on. Jericho.
0: And when I say work, I mean in, his worst matches are still better than anybody else's yeah. best matches. Uh, so, uh, yeah. you know,
2: but Jericho's also older and, and working differently than he did 10 years ago too. So, and that just comes this is with with the age, yeah, that, that happens. All right, so, unless you are Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> so we're going to start. You will never this. die. Gosh. So, now, so we always end the show in these review shows. If you've listened in the past, with who we would like to see in WWE, but this year, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're going to change it. We're going to do who we, who we like to see in WWE. Yeah, it's a different world now. AEW, Impact, and even OVW. We're going to throw in there. And um, last year, just just our picked for who we like to see in WWE. Um, I'm looking back, I'm trying to remember, I think I'm, um, I think I said Kenny Omega. Um, maybe I said the year before that, I can't remember, Uh um, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't have it written down, I feel like I said, but no, he was already signed at that point, it must have been the year before. I think, um, I think I did put, uh, Brian, maybe Brian Cage, instead of being AW, go to WWE, um, I mentioned a woman. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember who I wrote down. You have to go back and listen. But so we'll start with this. I, I'm, I'm the first one. We'll do. We'll go WBE first. We'll bring that up. And some of you're going to say when I say this, to say, "Oh, I think that's going to happen." But really, we don't know. There's two people that I that I put. I put a man. I know
0: who you're talking about.
2: Uh, who I like to see in WBE is I think Trey Miguel from the Rascals. Even though he wasn't officially signed, and we don't know what's going on with him, I do think he would he would fit well in WWE and do some amazing things with NXT. And then from the female side, because the story's there, why not Tessa Blanchard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, WWE for me. I got a couple of folks. uh, Just to help out with the storyline we talked about earlier in the Tribal Chief, I would like to see the Gorillas of Destiny and Jacob Fatu in WWE. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Um, What I put down, I put uh, in a quote, I'm not sure WWE gets a huge free agent this year. Too many new, uh, too many not new, but too many, uh, too much exposure for new companies. Too many people interested in the new hotnesses, I like to call it. Uh, If you made me go out on a limb for WWE, I would say Moose. I really, I I enjoy his character, especially with the whole his TNA title run that don't really count, but it counts. Um, I like that. Sometime I would like to see Kenny Omega in WWE, but I'm not sure that's ever going to happen. Well, but
2: he's collecting titles apparently. I right guess never. Trying to. Hear.
0: Gosh, <laughs> never say never, I
1: don't guess. Right. Do I get to go first with AEW? No, it just goes in the And room. I also oh. had an NXT. Did you all do NXT? Oh, no, we didn't. No. Here's mine, and I still think that this could work, and this is the one place that it really could work better than, than everywhere else. CM Punk? CM Punk. CM Punk and 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 the storyline would be with Triple H I think that's the way to go I like
2: that yeah and that would and
1: that would move the needle that would move that needle that's what that's what NXT needs when I
0: read his interview that he did the other day with Renee he was like there's not many things in WWE I would come back for the first thing that hit my mind was well he's already pretty much done everything why not let him go to NXT and elevate that brand,
1: and screw with Triple H because oh who does he have more heat with? You know, the yeah. Triple H. I love it. So, um,
2: all right. So in the next we'll do AEW. I would, and um, I'm, I would love, and and uh, maybe I was predicted. Uh, Selena Vega uh, showing up in AEW. I think she would be great and elevate, but that help elevate that women's division. Um, and I think you can, and with her, just like with Brandy, not so much. But I mean, you can do the what the WV did. You have your manager, but you can also have an in-ring talent that actually can really, really get in there. And I don't you say go. Brandy can't, yeah. but get in there and really blow people away in the ring and what she can do and help elevate in her. And I mean, just you know, I so uh, I would love to see her sign. I didn't pick a guy for there at all. I mean, I guess I can see. You know Trey Miguel going there too as well, but for the most part, it's um, that's who my pick is in prediction sure. and
1: for that AEW I'm going with the Briscoes. Okay. I think uh, that would be a nice get for them and their tag team division. Uh, that is one of their strengths, the tag team division in AEW, and why not get the Briscoes there? Because I think they've gone past uh, their their chance to go back or go yeah go back I guess to WWE system. Um, I think AEW would be a good spot for them.
0: Uh, For AEW, I put Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler. I think they would absolutely – they absolutely deserve it, first off. But I think just with that kind of environment that that promotion generates – because it make no mistake about it, it's going to get bigger. They're going to get more exposure. But right now, it's the same 900,000 people every week watching the show that are sitting at home – Cussing out WWE and mad and Vince like they're
2: watching more than that. Like I said before, it's one point five million that watch both, and they watch both. But the difference is they the nine hundred thousand watch that first live, and then the next right. Then they they watch the recorded right. But the AEW, I
0: think you can agree with me. The AEW hardcore fans that we know are just like, I hate Vince. He can do nothing right. AEW rules. Even when,
1: when but they're watching NXT anyways. I know a few people that aren't. There, there are some that are, but but I think I think you're right. I think they're watching them, but they just want to you know, I just want to complain. But as far as Cesaro goes, Cesaro's got two ways he can go at this point in his career. He he can stay in WWE and he could finish out his career there and make a lot of money and yeah. be be that star that Dolph Ziggler is right now, middle of the card and be in main events when he gets a chance. But just do his thing. He can go to a different company. He can be a world champion. Those are his two options. hes I, I think he's past the point he's going to be a, a world champion WWE, even though booked right he could be. Yeah. But uh, he's just got to make that choice, and I think either choice he makes will be fine. Um, but it would be cool to see him get the uh, his his what he's due. Absolutely. Do I lead off Impact,
0: or no, is we, since that's your it's company, it's do it's you want to start No, off?
2: it's still the same rotation. It was the same concept. We're just changing the okay. – just like we always do, so – uh, Impact. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I'm not picking anybody from WWE or whatever. I'm gonna pick somebody that we both have talked about on this show. All of us have talked about on this show, and that's Tony Gunn. I think. Nice. I think Tony Gunn going to Impact. I think this is a year it needs to happen. I think. I, I think he w- could do well there, and um, I think he could. You know, and that's that's somebody that I would love to see in Impact for sure. If we're if we're gonna do pick somebody outside of the realm of things, you know. Then, then we can once again pick somebody else. That's uh, that, and that's just the Goddards, you know. That's another one mm-hmm. I can see going to impact again. Come back and do some do some great work. And then, if we want to go outside of no one who's signed, period at all, I'll just say Enzo. Enzo nice. would be. I think he would be great. He's going to be great on the on the mic, and uh, you know his ring work is decent. So there you go.
1: Well, um, I. Now that you said that, I could see somebody, yes, like Tony Gunn going, like Luscious Lawrence going up there. I think would be a great one too. Um, but what I think Impact needs, and Impact needs a leader. Impact needs somebody that gives them credibility. Um, nothing against Rich Swan. Nothing against Eric Young. Nothing against these Eddie Edwards. But the recent, you know, meshing of AEW and and Impact have been. There's been one thing glaring, and it's that there there's not an equal ground right now. I mean, there's some great stars there, but you need a top star. And I don't think there's any top star right there, uh, except, you know, your, your former champions that are, that are kind of past their prime guys like Rhino, you know, and when RV, even when RVD was there, you need somebody to kind of be that top star that can match up with other companies. And right now he's in WWE. Could he go back? He's still got some time left. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, boom!
0: <laughs> I knew it. I was gonna say, is this guy glorious? Yeah, he um, is. I had Bobby Roode and Jesse Got, so I had both of y'all's. Yeah, that's who I have. Those two guys, I could absolutely see an impact again. And like you said, Impact needs a heavy hitter that's, what that's not AEW.
1: And again, I love Rich, Rich Swan, but you know, I mean, right now when you look at that, you know, you've got Omega coming in, going, "Hey, I'm gonna collect belts." And you, me, I just don't see the equal, you know, billing between those two. No, Rick know?
0: Swan was a great cruiserweight champion. That's all. I'll sure, say. Uh,
1: but anyway, I you need somebody that's that's on that level that really makes you know makes them feel like a top guy, and I think Bobby Roode still has still has some mileage left, and, w- and would be great to come back and get that championship. Um, that, the
2: final thing we're to talk about is, is OVW guys. We like to see there. And it, this is kind of hard because you know. You, these you know it's hard to find guys that are non-signed or out there or whatever to bring in i mean there's a few but very rare and i don't know which i was picking. now one of the things i did say i picked i picked i have two people written down but one of the things i did say was of course more impact guys to help with the brand the partnership bring some of the guys work together more i think that was going to happen in 2020 but of course because of the pandemic it kind of messed things up but one guy that now you mentioned impact guy but also this person's literally contract ends on december 31st so by 2021 as of right now this person will not be signed with anybody so why not ovw pick up somebody that we've used before that has a name and sign and use and put on tv in a a big way and that's Jake chris i think jay chris would do great in there um already has a name already established already a a draw, not 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 like his buddy's a draw, obviously, but a, <laughs> uh-huh. but but obviously somebody that that you know, like I said we've used before. He's been part of angles, he's been part of matches, but I think Jake Chris and making him maybe the face of OVW go with Jesse Goddard and Tony Gunn and all these guys, I think you can bring for something with this whole man in black thing he's doing. And then the other person that I would pick that's unsigned, not there, in VW would be somebody in this area that is. Kicked ass all over the place, and it's shocking that he's not signed. But somebody they can really help and Al's and ship and learning can learn a lot. And that is Shane Mercer. Wow. Shane Mercer is just a phenomenal athlete, and um, I think uh, I can see him doing big things. He's got the look, he's got everything, and then just just do massive massive stuff. And if you've oh, ever
1: seen him tear it up with Isaiah. Right, some of the best I mean, matches, and
2: the story. There's, there's, like I said, there's history there, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's been in OVW. But he was, he worked yeah. for OVW years ago. A couple things, so yeah, absolutely. Um, Excellent.
1: I, I like, I like your Jake Christ uh, answer too, and it, it would be great. OVW would be a great place to, you know, come in and kind of get that re- rejuvenation that he needs, get a little of that stank off from everything else that's going on around him. Um, I like that a lot. Um, even, even a guy, and I, I don't, is he signed by MLW? Myron Reed.
2: Um, he sort of, yeah, but I think it's, I think it's kind of like a Brian Pillman. He can, he can work somewhere else.
1: He's a local guy that, that, you know, would, would do great in OVW. But, um, I'm thinking more of, uh, you know, when OVW is getting a little more, uh, you know, spotlight out there a lot of people are looking at OVW going, you know, maybe I should come in for a shot or two, you know, even if it's not a long-term run. Uh, and, and it would certainly give us a shot in the arm to, to get uh, somebody who graduated the program to come back. I would like to see at least one match with Cody Rhodes. Mm. I know he's my wrestler of the year, but mm. is that, I mean, he's he's mentioned Al Snow on That's Dynamite true. before. That's he true. respects Al Snow as one of his trainers, and uh, I would love, Cody, I'm saying it right now. Come on in and uh, and, and give us a match or two. I would love to say.
0: I, I, I like it. Mine was Leon Ruff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> mine absolutely was kind of long. It's, it's crazy how much me and Daniel are thinking along the same lines today, too. But I like the, Fult- the Fulton kid, the one that used to be Insanity. Yes. Madman uh, Mad Mad Fulton. Madman Fulton. I think he would do great stuff in OVW. He could ha- kind of have – I don't know if y'all remember when Ryback came to OVW, and that was a great storyline, great execution. Uh, I think he had that kind of effect. But it would not shock me. You mentioned having some impact guys come over. I think think Daniel knows a couple of good brothers that could show up. And, I would love it. And have a good time.
2: Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Okay. All right. So there we go, guys. That is our 2020 end-of-the-year ringside review. Um, we'll see. You know, We'd like to hear your thoughts on that, on that as well. You can tweet at us. At Ringside Podcast and let us know what you think or comment on the Facebook uh there at Ringside or just or pictures on a, on our Instagram. But you know, we'd love to hear your idea. Or you can always you can always email us at ringsidepodcast at gmail.com too and we'll we'll share it on the show. So if you we send stuff we get stuff in and uh we think it's good good thing to share people's thoughts on our first episode for season five in twenty twenty one. We'll 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 mention all that and bring that up. So absolutely we thank everyone for listening and supporting uh, the Ringside Podcast. You can get us all on the Podcast Avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio App, uh, Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. We're available on all 120 platforms. We appreciate our partnership with Ron Burner as well. And you can get us all on the social media, the Twitter, the Instagram and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. The individual on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Daniel Spencer.
0: I'm at Jeremy underscore
2: CSD. And I'm at Eric on the air. All right, guys. It's been a great year and, um, you know, I've... I'm hoping um, I have something I'm going to talk to the guys about for 2021. I'm hoping we can do something really cool um, once a month uh, for ringside. So stay tuned for that. And uh, hopefully 2021 is a better year than 2020. Although 2020 in wrestling wasn't that bad. Really? No. It, it, we made it. Wrestling made it work. But I'm I'm hoping for an even better year of 2021. And like we all said, we want the fans back, and I want the fans back. And let's hopefully this um, pandemic va- vaccine, whatever's going on, works out, and uh, we're able to get back to normal. Although we're gonna have a new normal again, I'm sure, but a normal um, see to uh, to life here and uh in wrestling. So we can ringside you know
0: right I mean I think for I don't know for y'all but for me wrestling really did uh, in a time of 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 unrest and a time of not knowing what was going on it made things feel normal for me yeah I was I was able to watch my shows and keep up on social media and it didn't feel like I was missing out on too much even though I had to protect my family I know everybody don't have the same stance and I'm fine with that but I stayed home almost the entire year uh, well since March so that I don't pass anything along to my parents who would, would die instantly if they caught it, uh, but wrestling was, really was a, a bright spot for me this year, as it is every year. Well, I mean, and honestly,
2: I mean, professionally, it's been great. I mean, what I for me as far as wrestling wise, you know what I mean? Like I've had some great, uh, great opportunities, and and uh, so, like I said, I'm looking forward to 2021 being better. But I'm thankful for what you know, 2020 has done, and it could have it could have easily not worked out, and it actually did.
0: I can't wait for season five's review awards when you're working for AEW and they win all the awards. (laughs)
1: Gosh.
0: And then the next year he'll be in NXT because Daniel is. I mean, I know that the people that listen know that me and him give each other a hard time. We do that for the show. Uh, I'm very, very proud of him. And I've said that a couple times on air, uh, probably not as much as I should, but I can't give him a hard time and compliments The same show. It doesn't work that way. Nobody would listen to that if I was just, oh, Daniel's the nicest guy ever. (laughs) And he's, uh, no, no. He's a douche. And he's done it. I'm very proud of him. (laughs) 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 I gave you the compliment sandwich, kind of.
2: As always, a backhanded compliment with Jeremy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, as always.
1: In the meantime, but between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside. And. We have been your Barry Horowitz long enough, 2020. We're kicking out. And in 2021, Horowitz wins. Horowitz wins.